0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Heston, back with another episode here in The Truth, back with another episode with AJ Ponciano. AJ, how are you doing here today? I'm doing great, now. Uh, how are you? Doing great. We've got another week here in Major League Baseball. We're entering the month of May, a very critical month for a lot of teams. If you guys are new to these weekly breakdowns, we go over each team in Major League Baseball relatively briefly, how they played in the past week, maybe some news, stats, all that good stuff, and get you guys prepared potentially for a week upcoming for that team. Starting things off with the Chicago Cubs, who are 14 and 13, 3 and 7 in their last 10 games, currently third in the NL Central last couple series had Miami and San Diego won two out of three against the Padres and then got swept by the Miami Marlins. But up before that Marlins series, they're playing great. I think what's one thing I guess it isn't necessarily surprising, but their offensive numbers have been very good. They're second in hits average on base percentage. An OPS, have been hitting the ball well, had some power and really good pitching. Strowman's obviously been the catalyst there um, for the Chicago Cubs rotation, but they've been playing really good baseball. And besides that Marlins series, they were really doing great. So they're really high in a lot of statistical categories. Um, fielding percentage a little lower, it's their worst category. But other than that, they're doing everything they need to do. They're scoring runs, and uh, they have a very good start to the season. Coming up for them, they got a series, uh, four-game series with the Nationals before playing the Marlins again, so a couple – Uh, opportunities there to get back in the winning column
1: yeah uh, like you mentioned Marcus stroman's been great all year but another pitcher who's having a breakout year is justin Steele. last week made two starts uh had one five nine era went one no 11 and third innings with eight strikeouts and offensively like you mentioned they're leading or they're second in a few categories but young gomes uh had a very good week uh he had a home run four rbis hank 437 mancini uh still hitting nico horner towards the top just getting all the runs and this week was kind of a low week for cody bellinger uh it feels like but he did have two home runs and a triple so i guess it wouldn't really be that much of a low week but from what his standards have been so far this year.
0: the new york yankees are 15 and 14 3 and 7 in their last 10 games had a three-game set at minnesota where they lost two out of three then they traveled to the Rangers, won, uh, won only one game, the opener there, and then lost the final three games. Biggest thing for the Yankees is staying healthy. That's always been a big thing for them, obviously. stan has been out. Uh, Aaron Judge just hit the I.L. with a hip strain. He's had, obviously, a great start to the year. And Jonathan uh, has is going to have elbow surgery, so he's out until August. Some big names there on the Yankees a team as a whole that's kind of been struggling for them and trying to stay healthy, and that can contribute to a, a little bit of the reason why they're 3-7 and seven, uh, in their last 10 games. Got a series at home against the Guardians they are currently winning the first game there in that one. But other than that, the biggest thing is the Yankees are going to be a good team. Everybody knows that. The biggest thing is can they stay healthy? And now that Judge is on the IL, how are they going to be able to respond? Because he's obviously been a big piece for that offense.
1: Yeah, like you mentioned, it's always been health with the Yankees. Uh, Garrett Cole has so far been healthy this year uh knock on wood. He's having a bounce back year compared to last year where he had like a mid-threes ERA. And his one starts last week, got the win, six two thirds inning, eight strikeouts. Uh but Nestor Cortez had two starts, only went nine and two thirds, allowing uh 10 earned with four home runs and 13 strikeouts. Did go 0-2 in that time. Willie Calhoun I believe was just recalled up from minor leagues. He's kind of been up and down. Uh he's been DHing for him he's hitting 375. Uh, No home runs or anything, and Gleyber Torres had two home runs this past week also.
0: The Nationals had a three-game set at New York where they actually won two out of three. And then they had a series versus the Pirates where they only won one game there out of three. Nationals are sitting at a 10-17 record, 5-5 and in their last 10. I think a lot of people maybe expect them to be a bit worse uh, when they're at right now. Josiah Gray uh, had a really good strong start, six strong innings against the Pirates in their last game. Um, So that was obviously a big one there. And uh, Mason Thompson has really done a good job for the Washington Nationals. So they've had some good... Um, pieces for them they're obviously not really on pace to win a world series or anything like that but they're competing um, their bullpen's been really nice they've kept them in a lot of games that they're able to and uh, this nationals team right now at 10 and 17 i definitely think is above expectations moving forward for them um you know some series to maybe look out for if you're a nationals fan got chicago a four game set the cubs and then taking on the diamondbacks so it should be an intriguing couple of uh, series coming up for the nationals
1: yeah, it's intriguing, especially on the pitching side for the Nationals, having Josiah Gray, but also Mackenzie Gore having a good year. Uh, they haven't really had a homegrown prospect with the pitching side, really since Strasburg, and we know how that's gone, kind of an injury-riddled career, which is unfortunate. I mean, they have some had some stars like Max Scherzer, but that wasn't someone that they were able to develop themselves. There's more; It was a signing. But offensively, Jamin Nesis, I believe – is how you say it is hitting 407, uh, three RBIs. This team really isn't going to hit for a lot of power, at least at the moment. it released, did have a home run, hitting 350, never striking out, had three walks, uh, to only one strikeout this past week.
0: The Braves are playing really well, they're 19 and 10 overall, five and five in their last 10 games. Mentioned they had a four-game set versus Miami, where they were able to win three out of four games, and then they just uh, wrapped up a series with New York. Had a couple of cancellations. Had a doubleheader today. Make up for, um, you know, at the Mets right now. Um, I think a lot of concern. I guess is looking at Acuna. He did leave the game today with a hit by a pitch. I'm not uh, sure. I believe it was something with like a left shoulder contusion. You know, Cunha obviously has dealt with some injuries, especially uh, recently. So that's obviously a big concern. But this Braves team is playing very good. Strider looks really good um, overall. Yeah, He's had a good start to the season. And just their pitching and just and hitting. Uh, Sean Murphy was on fire today. Uh, so going against him in fantasy, that was obviously nice. I do have him on my fantasy team, though, but he had two home runs. He's looking really good. And right now it's working in Atlanta. They've kind of been a quiet 19-10 and 10 team. Really lighting it up there. Uh, they're second and giving up at home runs, third in ERAs. They're pitching it really well, and they're in a really good position right now, first in the NL East.
1: Yeah, the Braves are on both sides of the ball are just amazing. Between Morton having two starts, going, having 12 innings, three, six, five ERA, 15 strikeouts, you'll take that of Troy Morton, especially him being more of the three. The guy, Bryce Elder, kind of had his worst start, having, th- having three home runs his last outing. Freed another great start coming off of the IL, went a complete game, uh, even though a quote unquote complete game, the game ended early, uh, because of out. That was one of the cancellations that you're talking about, or the day before cancellation. And Schreider, he's going to have that one start here and there where he's going to give up four, five runs, but he's going to strike out everyone else. Uh, normally, like you mentioned, Acuna, he was off to hot. Uh, he had a hot week this week for obviously being hit and being removed from this game, which was today. He had a stolen base, two home runs, four RBIs, two doubles, and six runs, hitting three eighty nine. Uh, this offense is just scary. I know Albie's had two big home runs a couple days ago, also.
0: The Orioles are nineteen and nine. Uh, That might be surprising to some. Eight and two in their last ten games, playing great baseball. Had a three-game set versus the Red Sox, won two out of three. Then they traveled to Detroit take on the Tigers. Um, They won three out of four games there against Detroit. Have an off day today, but they're really looking great. Uh, Rushman's been playing great for them. Um, Offensively, they've been doing a lot. Their bullpen's been nice. Starting rotation's been solid. It's just getting them through the games, but definitely their hitting has been good. And the Baltimore Orioles are 19-9. and It's just kind of interesting to see that. Jorge Mateo, um, he's had a good recent week in, uh, you know for the Orioles, and that's been a big uh, success there. So just a lot of things are going right for the Orioles. I think a lot of people were expecting them after making that uh, attempt at a postseason last year that they're really going to step up to the plate. Have a series starting with the Royals tomorrow, so a chance to continue uh, playing hot and playing good baseball.
1: Yeah, I think the pitching side has been the most help for them. I, we all know that Ruckman's going to hit, and a lot of the pieces that they have are gonna do well offensively, but it was mainly up to pitching. Grace Rodriguez, their top uh, prospect, this uh, so week had probably his best game, going five innings, having nine strikeouts, did get the win there. Awesome Voth had another good start. Uh, Gibson and Brash did get hit around. Brash allowed ten earned runs uh, in one of his starts. He had two last week, like you mentioned. Jorge Mateo has just been insane. I think he has. 10, 11 stolen bases. He had three home runs with five RBIs and six runs scored. Uh, this team is just hitting right now. Richmond had a bounce back week this past week compared to a couple weeks ago.
0: As I mentioned recently, the Boston Red Sox, they're 15 and 14, 6 and 4 in their last 10 contests. Mentioned they had that series against the Orioles where they lost two out of three, then took on the Guardians where they were able to win the final two of three games there. Definitely having a good year. Um, they're sitting right now at about 500, which is kind of where we were expecting them, at least I was in that matter. Uh, the big thing for them uh, that you like to see is a guy like Chris Sale yesterday pitching really good. Their ERA is 26. They haven't had the best of pitching. Um, Chris Sale, obviously, big there uh, and all of that. You know they're going to hit big players. Um, obviously, a big component for their hitting. Uh, totally drawing a blank on that one guy, the the rookie from Japan. Um, Yoshida? Yeah, Yoshida's. I believe he was on an 11 game hitting streak. He still might be hitting. Nonetheless, he's hitting really well right now, so that's been good for them. And all in all, the Red Sox are playing really well. Um, Pitching has definitely kind of hurt them. Uh, Curious to see kind of if they're going to figure it out, but definitely a positive with seeing Chris Sale having the success that he did.
1: Yeah, along with Chris Sale having a good start this past week, same with Corey Kluber. It's nice to see old Kluber back uh, doing his thing. Maybe not in the strikeout department, only had three in the six innings, but Brian Bellow. Ah, uh, one of their pr- pitching prospects. uh seems like he's hit or miss. He's either going to give up seven, eight runs, or he's going to have a good start. This last week, he had went five innings with six strikeouts, only allowing one. And then on the offensive side, they recalled up Jaron Duran. He's been super hot since he's got called up, hitting four seventy six with a home run, four RBIs, five doubles, and four runs in only five games played. And like you mentioned, Yoshida. Uh, in the past five games, he three sixteen 3-16 with a 4-9 on base. Uh, home run, one RBI, two doubles, and four runs.
0: Talk about a struggling team. The Chicago White Sox are 8-21, 1-9 in their last 10 games. Somehow won yesterday. Uh, that was insane. I'll get to that in a minute. They had a series before the Rays series at Toronto. They got swept, obviously. And around pacing and swept by the Rays, but they were able to score seven runs in that ninth inning to uh, to win the game. It's very disappointing. They're doing everything really bad. The only good news is their case per nine are first in the league at 10.17. So at least something's going right for them. No, uh, Kopech has definitely struggled a lot. Giolito, I feel like, is either really hit or miss. Uh, Roberts had a good year on the offensive side. Their pitching has killed them. Bummer. uh, Bummer, I feel like, it's fine. I feel like he's one of the guys that's, I guess, quote-unquote reliable. But for the White Sox, uh, it was nice to get that win there. Uh, They did score seventh. Uh, seven runs, and they were able to finally stop that 10-game losing streak. But going into that uh, game, they were tied with the Royals for the worst record in the AL Central. When you're tied with the Royals, it's definitely not a not a good spot there.
1: Yeah, this has been a disappointing year so far for the White Sox. Uh, like you mentioned, their their pitching has been hit or miss. Copec's had a really bad year so far. Uh, Giolito's back and forth. Lynn, uh, he just hasn't been the same. Lance Lynn, it feels like, this year. He hasn't been. He's not really punching out guys, or b- really blowing fastballs by anyone, or just three different fastballs by anyone. Cease also had a bad start, going four innings, allowing six er- or six earned, seven runs total, only having three strikeouts, which is the big part of his game. Uh, like you mentioned, Robert on the year has had a good year, but another guys had a pretty good year. Is, uh, Adam Hesley, uh, he's was a recent call up. Uh, he's bounced around a few teams. But hitting 545 to 615 on base, two RBIs, a double, four runs, really outside of, I guess you could say, Vaughn, uh, Eloy, and Robert, there really hasn't been much offensively uh, to talk about.
0: The Guardians are 13-15, and and 4-6, in the last 10. Had a three-game set versus the Rockies where they lost two out of three and then went on the road to Boston where they also lost two out of three. So haven't been playing great baseball as of late. Uh, they're playing the Yankees on the road starting today, so have not the easiest of, of pass moving forward. They've been disappointing. Um, the one thing that they've done a really good job of is still on bases with 35 uh, in the second of the major leagues. But other than Bieber, I mean, their pitching has been fine, but their hitting has definitely struggled. I mean, typical Guardians fashion, they're going to be, you know, small ball in a way, um, kind of like the small ball sluggers. That will be the show, which is my Diamond Dynasty team, if anyone cared. Um, But, you know, they're not a power team. They score a lot of their runs by, you know, stealing bases and getting runners into scoring position and then sack flies, grinders, all that stuff. And when they weren't able to score runs in an effective way, there's only so much Bieber fever can do um, and and guys like that. So right now, 13-15, it doesn't help they're going to be facing the Yankees, but do get to go to Washington after that one for a uh, a set of three.
1: Yeah, Bieber had a good start uh, this past week. He did go seven innings. But they also called up two of their top pitching prospects, and Tanner Bibby and Logan Allen, they both had really solid starts. I believe Allen had two starts by the time we are recording this, and Tanner Bibby only had the one. He went five and two thirds, eight strikeouts. Uh, and then offensively, it's the it's Quan Ramirez Baylor or Naylor and Jimenez, and I guess a little bit of Miles Straw helping out. Uh, outside of that, this offense has been pretty quiet. I mean, when you have Four guys at the top of the lineup, but no one else is able to really drive them in when they're really good at getting on base and uh, just setting up the table for everyone else. But then not knocking driven in is tough to see.
0: The Tigers
1: are seven or
0: ten and seventeen, excuse me, three and seven in the last ten. Won two out of three actually at Milwaukee. Then had a four game set versus the Orioles, where they actually only won one game. It was a seven four win on the 29th. Only right now, you know, Javi Baez is playing really well uh, for the Tigers. They're fielding the ball very well, but other than that, they're not doing as much effectively. They are third in the AL Central with a 10-17 and record. Um, It helps that the White Sox and the Royals are below them. But, I mean, they're not last, so I guess that's a positive. But really nothing too insane for the Tigers. They're obviously very young, especially on the rotation side of things, so... It's just a matter of time in the years to come for the Tigers to really kind of boom up and, and have success.
1: Yeah, there really hasn't been much on the Tigers on the year, except for uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, this past week, five and two thirds, five strikeouts. And if I'm if I'm not wrong, I saw something where he's like top five in ERA, and now those top five, he's leads like he leads that top five in innings. Uh mm-hmm. so he's had a very good year. And this past week Matt Verling had a pretty solid week, came four fifty, uh the five twenty-two on base, did have stolen base, four RBIs, three doubles and two runs. So really outside of that, there really had there hasn't been much for the Detroit Tigers.
0: The Kansas City Royals are having a dismal season, seven and twenty-two, three and seven in their last ten. Most recently they played series at Arizona. Um, finished a long road stand, or not there, but in that road stand. On three games, only won one. They won the middle game, and then they faced my Minnesota Twins, Target Field, one one game there in a wild pitch. For the Royals, their bright spot has definitely been their bullpen, if there was a bright spot, I guess, to, to point out. Uh, guys like Chapman, even Barlow, for that matter, have had some success. Starters have really struggled. Brady Singer, another rough start against Minnesota. He uh, he had a really good start, or quality start, I guess they could say, at Arizona, and then uh, went to Minnesota and struggled. Bats-wise, Bobby Witt had a quiet series, a quiet kind of road trip That's Salvador Perez. Vinny Pascantino actually had a really good series. So future looks good for the Royals, but this year has just not been it for them.
1: Yeah, uh, outside of really Vinny P and also Edward Alvarez, uh, yep. and a little bit Bobby Witt here and there, Salvador Perez here and there. There hasn't been much offensively. Olveras uh, had one triple and five doubles this past week, hitting four fifty. And on the pitching side, there really isn't much room for, like you mentioned, outside the bullpen. Mainly outside of Amir Garrett and uh, Aroldis Chapman.
0: The Los Angeles Angels are 15 and 14, six and four in their last 10 contests. For the Los Angeles Angels, they had a four-game set versus Oakland. Sw- uh, lost the first game of that, excuse me. Uh, won the final three games. Then they went over to Milwaukee, lost the first two, and won the final game there. For the Angels, you know, sitting at a 15 and 14 record, it's not the worst case in the world. I feel like they honestly have been playing a little bit better. Then the record entails Shohei, minus Roy, really that Oakland A-star, was on fire. I mean, it's still on fire, but I believe before that he was, his ERA was like .6-something. Uh, for the Los Angeles Angels, you know, they're, they're hitting decently. Um, they're pitching decently, and it kind of makes sense because they're sitting at a five hundred record right now. They're third in the AL West. They can definitely contend for a wild-card spot. Coming up for them this week, they got the Cardinals for three and the Tex, uh, Texas Rangers for three.
1: Yeah, Shohei on the offensive side also had a really good week. Hanged 385, uh, 407 on base, four stolen bases, five RBIs, two home runs, one triple, one double. And Mike Trout had two home runs, five RBIs, one double, hinged 280. And Brandon Drury finally uh, decided to come through in a couple games and show up and actually play. He had eight RBIs, two home runs, three, or one triple, two doubles, four runs. And it seems like this team is, like you said, very mediocre. They're five hundred right now. Sandoval has been good. Uh, Tyler Anderson had a good start. Obviously, Shohei's going to do his thing. And I, but I also saw a graphic the other day that I believe Trout had two home runs in one game. Shohei had two, or like two for four with like three RBIs and two stolen bases one game, and they still lost by two runs. It's just it's the pitching, it's the bullpen. Ah, uh, they got guys who can obviously hit and Trout, Shohei, uh, Rendon, Jury. They just need to be able to figure out on the pitching side right now.
0: The Dodgers are sixteen and thirteen, seven and three in their last ten. Really starting to turn things for the better. Had a three game set at Pittsburgh where they lost two out of three. Then they swept the Cardinals at home. For the Dodgers, you know, James Obman, I believe he uh, he broke the Dodgers rookie record for most home runs. He's had a really good start to his campaign, even when he debuted last year for them. Syndergaard got his first win for the Dodgers. That's an exciting sign there. Um, and then Clayton Kershaw, obviously, a dominant seven innings there recently. So right now the Dodgers are really turning a curve for the better. And like I said, kind of with the Astros last week it seems like it's really the time now for the Dodgers to uh, to move forward in the right direction and, and have the successes that we all expect them to have.
1: Yeah, I with Kershaw having a really good start, they got uh, Tony Gonsolin back. He only went three innings. They're three and a third, one strikeout. But they're just trying to get him back into the rotation uh, coming off of the IL. Dustin May also had a solid start. And whoever you guys got hit around, like six earned with two home runs. And like offensively, Mentioned James Outman, he's probably going to win rookie of the year. Did have twelve strikeouts, but did have still two stolen bases and two doubles this week. Freddie Freeman has kind of come around. He has three stolen bases in his last six games. One one home run, one double, three runs, two RBIs. It seems like Mookie Betts is also off to a slow start still. And Will Smith is uh showing the case that he's probably the top five catcher, top three catcher in the league right now.
0: The Miami Marlins are 16 and 13, 6 and 4 in their last 10. For the Marlins, they had a four game set at Atlanta where they lost the first three before winning the final game there. And then they swept the Chicago Cubs. They're running a little bit of a four game win streak. Obviously, I say this every week, but Luis Arise has been big for them. Alcantara, Lazardo on the pitching side of things. Uh, Even guys out of the pen like Cook, AJ Pook, um, you know, having some success there. Segura, uh, he walked off the Cubs recently, so. Miami's not really as bad as people maybe were anticipating them to be. I didn't think people were necessarily anticipating them to be bad. But they're sitting third or, uh, second right now in a very competitive NL East division. So if you're a Marlins fan, you obviously got to be very happy about that and, and really feel like uh, the, the, not necessarily the sky's the limit, but you're at least heading in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Uh, this week also, Jazz Chisholm had a really good week in 375. Uh, had four stolen bases, seven strikeouts, which is what you're going to get out of Jazz when he is trying to hit a home run. It feels like every at-bat. When he does, it is the best content for social media out there. He had two home runs, five RBIs. Uh, Rye is obviously doing his thing. I think he's hitting still like in the 400s, if I'm not wrong, on the season.
0: Yep, I think. Sure uh,
1: Jesus, yeah. Jesus Sanchez is had a bounce back week in 375. Did have a home run, a double, four RBIs. On the pitching side, uh, Lizardo, another great start of uh, six and a third with six strikeouts. Sandy had uh, a better start than his last couple, of, uh, it feels like, had five innings, five and two-thirds innings, two earned runs, six strikeouts. And Edward Cabrera in his one start had 12 strikeouts.
0: The Minnesota Twins, my Minnesota Twins, lost two games this week. They played three uh, at home against the Yankees, won the first two, kind of got crushed in the final one there. Then they won three out of four against the Royals. You know, Sonny Gray obviously been a bright spot for them. He's right now probably one of the front runners for American League Cy Young, and obviously it's early in the year. But his ERA is sitting around 0. 0.6. It got as low as 0.57, I believe. I'm not sure the exact number where it's at right now, but he's been pitching phenomenal. Uh, guys like Pablo Lopez have struggled, which if Pablo Lopez is struggling and other guys are performing, that's obviously a plus. Bats started to come alive a little bit, especially yesterday against the Royals, Buxton. I had a home run, landed 10,000 rakes. And uh, yeah, Twins are sitting right now at 17 and 12. It helps that everyone else in their division is dog shit. So uh, even if we have a bad game or whatever, we're able to uh, maintain a comfortable lead. sitting three and a half games ahead of the Guardians. Playing a series, the White Sox and the Guardians coming up. So it'll be an interesting week. We don't really fare well against the Guardians.
1: Yeah, like I told now this morning, Sonny Gray is going to win the Cy Young. Uh, But he needs to stick with his boy, Pablo Lopez, he's been talking him up all year while he's been talking up Sonny Gray. So (laughs) I see how it is. just going to switch up on a guy like that. But Joe Ryan also had a really good week going seven innings, seven strikeouts. Billy Ober had a good week. Same with Tyler Malley. He went four innings, six strikeouts, only allowing one. Uh, But also, you need to stick by your boy Kenta. You keep on switching up on him, and it feels bad. I feel bad for the guy.
0: Yeah, you know, Kenta, he's he's going through the, I guess, not withdrawals of Tommy John, but he's, uh, I he's mean, in I mean, 10-runs. 10-runs
1: in three innings. Well, I that's... know. That's
0: what I'm saying. He had 10-runs. I believe he uh, has tricep strains That's a 30-year rate. I
1: just want to say that. That's a 30-year rate. Fair enough. Fair enough. But offensively, Buxton has been great. Had four home runs, three doubles, nine RBIs. Polanco is still doing his thing. Seems like he's hitting a home run every other game. And Miranda... Uh, has bounced back, having three home runs, having, I believe, two or three of those all in the same game against the Yankees. Your team's offensively has been really odd, especially against the Yankees this year.
0: The Mets are 16-13, and 4-6 in their last 10. One Only one game against the Nationals at home. It was the final game there, 9-8. Then they played Atlanta at home. They had a three-game set there. Very interesting due to the rainouts. Um, but they are able to win t- uh, one game there. It was the final game of the doubleheader. Moving forward, they got the Tigers. For the Mets, you know, Verlander's back this week. Verlander comes back on Thursday, so that's going to help them a lot. Uh, Mad Max, I believe, is should be very soon wrapping up his suspension if he hasn't wrapped it up already. So today. back to scene. Verlander and Scherzer in the rotation for the Mets. And Kota Senga, uh, he's obviously had a good year. So that rotation's looking good. Bats are looking good. Alonzo Homer today. Um, you know, so the bats look good. Pitching's going to look really good. And the Mets look to be in a really good position uh, moving forward.
1: Yeah, and the big news, obviously, is Verlander and Max coming back this week. Uh, Max suspension is over today. Uh, he should be back in the rotation. I want to say it was, like, Wednesday. He, I, they're saying he may be back. Kodai Senga having another good start. Uh, did get the loss, but only allowed two and five innings with seven strikeouts. Uh, but offensively, Pete, like you mentioned, Pete Alonso had another home run today. Uh, I believe that makes him or that ties him at first in the league, uh, with Max Muncy, Brett Beatty, one of their top prospects. He made his debut last year, got recalled up, and has been red hot. hitting four forty four, five hundred on base, two RBIs, two home runs, two doubles, and three runs. Uh, I think it's just a matter of time before they call up, uh, Ronnie Mauricio. Uh, and then they, I don't know where they're gonna play him and may DH him. But I believe that that call-up should, call should be happening soon.
0: The Oakland A's are 6-23, and 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games. For them, for the Oakland A's, as far as last week is concerned, won the first game against the Angels, then lost the last three, and lost the first two against the Reds before walking it off. Ramon Laureano or whatever uh, walked it off against the Reds yesterday. I mean, you know, we say this every week. It's the same thing. Shintaro Fujinama has not been good for them. That was a, I guess, highly anticipated guy. But on the defensive side, everything is less. 30th and runs allowed, hits allowed, batting average allowed, ERA, whip, case per nine, home runs, and feeling percentage. That should tell you enough. The fourth and stolen bases, though, so they're quick on the bases, but they've just been terrible.
1: Yeah, the pitching staff has been terrible. Your, uh, I believe he came out with a pen uh, he didn't make a start last week. Uh, they were trying to try him out in a new, a new way, but it hasn't really worked out. But offensively, they've been hot the last couple days, especially Brent Rooker. He continues his streak of just hitting home runs, it feels like. He had three home runs, eight RBIs, four walks, 26 strikeouts in 400, one double, six runs. And also one of their top guys, Shailen Gileers, uh, who was part of that Sean Murphy trade, had tripled, triple, two home runs, six RBIs. And three runs. Ryan Noda had a home run this week. Same with Kevin Smith and Jesus Aguilar.
0: The Philadelphia Phillies are fifteen and fourteen, seven and three in their last ten games. For the Phillies, they're playing a lot better baseball than they did starting the year. Um, they had a series versus the Mariners where they won two out of three, and they won two out of three at Houston, losing the final game of the series last night on Sunday night baseball. Obviously, the big news is Bryce Harper is returning to the lineup uh, right now. So. That's going to be huge for the Phillies. They're playing a lot of great baseball. I believe isn't Harper moving to first base or playing that part time, yes. something like that. Um, you know, coming off Tommy John surgery just over five months, so it's be be nice to have Harper back in the rotation. I mean, uh, lineup not the rotation. Uh, Nola has been pitching good. Wheeler threw, I believe five or six shutout innings versus the Astros. Uh, Strom had another good outing too. So the Phillies look to be in the right position going forward.
1: Yeah, it's uh, nice to see Nola and Wheeler having back-to-back really good starts. Nola did go eight innings with six strikeouts, only allowing the one. Uh, Matt Strom, like he mentioned, had a good start. They're all, And their bullpen has been pretty shut down, especially Jose Alvarado and Craig Cameron both had, having a good year so far. Like you mentioned, offensively, they're going to get a lot of help with Harper coming back. Uh, but Nick Castellanos has been holding his own, having two home runs, four RBIs. Four runs with hitting 333, no walks at all on the week. JT Ramuto hitting 421 uh, with a home run, three RBIs, and a double.
0: The Pirates are first in the NL Central. They're 20 and nine, 8 and two in their last 10. Had a three game set versus the Dodgers. I said that was going to be a big series for them. They won two out of three, so huge there. Then they traveled to the Washington, won two out of three against the Nationals. Ben is pitching great. Uh, Drew Maggie got his first. Uh, major league uh, appearance in 13 years in the minor leagues. That was obviously huge there, but Pirates are playing really good. And you look at, you know, um, Keller, for example, had 10 Ks to beat the Dodgers. That was obviously a big start there. McCutcheon, a lot of people forgot McCutcheon's on on the team, Uh, but they're sitting right now in a really good position. But again, they got another big series coming up against the Rays. So another opportunity to continue to prove themselves. But right now I just beat the Dodgers two out of three are also hot. So, Pirates look to be in a good position. Pirates fans can be happy for once.
1: Yeah, uh, the Pirates are in a really good position. I believe they're first, uh, as in the MLB right now, and or in their division, something along those lines. But it's their their first, and the Yankees are actually last, which is kind of the opposites from you know last like ten years. It feels like, uh, like you mentioned, Mitch Keller had ten strikeouts. Uh, Bednar doing his thing. He's been lights out all year. Brian Reynolds just signed his extension uh, with the Pirates. Uh, and after signing that extension, he decided to go hit 444, two stolen bases, 500 on base, four doubles, five RBIs. Uh, Jack Swinski also having a great year so far. Uh, still has rookie status, hasn't played a 162 games, yet, hitting 333, three stolen bases, six RBIs, a home run, two doubles, and three runs scored. And, of course, Andrew McCutcheon is just doing his thing. Another home run with five RBIs and a stolen base.
0: The Mariners are not off to a great start. They're 12-16, 4-6 in their last 10. Won two games this week. It was the first and last game. Played the Phillies and Toronto on the road. Like I said, at a four-game losing streak in between there. Julio Rodriguez left recently with uh, lower back tightness. That's obviously something to monitor just because backs are so tricky. He can be back in the lineup the next day or back in the lineup two months later. I believe this is also the week that we learned Robbie Ray was done for the year two. So that's obviously a detrimental point for the uh, Mariners rotation. But other than that, I mean, they're sitting at 12 and 16. It's obviously a bit disappointing. They have a chance to get back on the winning column by playing three games at Oakland. Where they're at right now, I don't think there's necessarily reason to panic. But uh, there could be a similar situation like the Yankees, for example, where injuries come back to just kill them in the end.
1: Yeah, uh, the loss of Robbie Ray is going to hurt. I don't think it's going to hurt as much as people think because they haven't played. They played without him for the last two or three weeks so far. Uh, But it is going to hurt losing a pitcher like that. George Kirby had a great start going eight innings, seven strikeouts, but did get the loss. But he did throw a complete game because the Mariners got shut out. Luis Castillo, another good start. Probably his quote-unquote worst start of the year. He did go five innings, two or four strikeouts. But offensively, the loss of Julio is going to hurt, especially lower back, like I mentioned, super tricky. But Kalanick is so far as staying or hitting like Kalanick, hitting 273, uh, two stolen bases, one, R- one home run, one RBI, one double four runs scored. And Cal Raleigh had uh, a home run this week also.
0: The Cardinals, oh, are trending, the Cardinals are trending in the wrong direction. They're 10-19, and 2-8 in their last 10 games. For the Cardinals, recently they had four games set at San Fran, where San Fran was able to win three out of four of the first three games of the series. Then they had three games at L.A. where they got swept. They've been playing really bad, hence their 2-8 record. Uh, Wainwright is returning sometime soon or coming up very soon, so that should be a plus for them. Michaelis did have a good start against the Giants, but other than that, they haven't been playing good. They were my favorite to win the NL Central at the beginning of the year. Obviously, on you know, on one side of the ball, as far as pitching and defense, hasn't been great. Um, and offense has been fine, but not great either. So they're sitting at 10-19 right now. And the way the Pirates and Brewers are playing, they got to change something and, and maybe make some moves. Uh, look at when the – was it last year that the Phillies got rid of Girardi at uh, the beginning of the year? I believe so. And look what the Phillies ended up doing around the same time frame. So I'm not saying you got to fire your manager, but this is a team that can compete. So – but definitely disappointed to see that right now if you're a Cardinals fan.
1: Yeah, the pitcher on the week uh, hasn't been the best. Michael's, like you mentioned, had a great start going. Uh, shutting out – I forgot who they played, but he shut out someone. Maybe I think it was maybe the Giants. It was the uh, Giants. Final, I thought you were saying w- w- that. No, nah, it was the Giants. Uh, he went six and a third, six strikeouts. Jordan Montgomery also had a really good start going six and two-thirds and seven strikeouts. And Montgomery did get the loss even though he had a good start. Uh, Offensively, Goldschmidt has bounced back. He was off to a really slow start. Uh, Hopefully he can pick up Arenado because Arenado is hitting point right now in the week. No walks, six strikeouts. So he hasn't had a good week. Gorman's also been down this week after a really hot start. Uh, I believe they recalled up Dylan Carlson this week. Uh, Wilson Contreras has bounced back a little bit uh, off the slow start that he was on. Paul DeYoung uh, is now playing a little bit more, a guy who we mentioned could be hit or miss earlier this year. And I believe they also just sent down Jordan Walker the other day to figure out his swing. Uh, he was hitting like 274, with like a three something on base. So good. So far, he's been really good. It's just that he's had some problems with swing as of, as of late.
0: Tampa Bay Rays are the best team in baseball. They're 23 and 6, 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. Had a three-game set versus Houston. Lost two out of three of the final two three games there. Then they had a four-game set uh, at Chicago where they were able to win three out of the four games. They should have won the last one, but they completely fell apart. Lost by three. Gave up seven in the bottom of the ninth inning, so that obviously hurts. But again, same as last week. They're first in almost every category. First in every category besides stolen bases on the offensive side and first in every category on the defensive side besides case per nine and fielding percentage, which they're fourth, so really far on the mix. They did get Javi Guerrera, um, another addition from the Brewers, as a reliever, which, I mean, it's not a guy that's going to go win you a World Series, but it is an opportunity to provide some depth. Depth a little bit interesting, though, just because they've been pitching so well. Uh, but they've had a lot of good things happen for them, and they're just continuing to play great baseball. And like I mentioned with the Pirates, it's going to be a fun series between the Pirates and the Rays.
1: Yeah, uh, the Rays have been unstoppable, it feels like, this year. Uh, Drew Rasmussen had his worst start, uh, or I guess worst two starts in a row of the year, having a seven five four 5 4 ERA, 9 2 thirds, allowing eight runs. Only one home run, so at least he isn't giving up the long ball. Uh, did have eight strikeouts. And Shane Mack also had a really good start uh, this week. Five innings, five Ks. Did allow two earned against the White Sox. But honestly, with how much power the White Sox uh, can produce or they can kind of turn it on for one inning like the, how they did uh, putting on that seven spot later in a game, uh, Shane Mack had a really good uh, outing. Josh Lowe continues to absolutely hit. Uh in 375, 474 on base, home run two uh RBIs, five runs, did also have stolen base. Uh Wander Franco Franco uh has had a down week. Uh quote unquote still had a home run, three RBIs, and Luke Rayleigh had three home runs this week.
0: The Rangers are 17 and 11, 5 5-5 five in their last 10 games. Recently for the Rangers, they had a series against the Cincinnati Reds where they got swept on the road. Had that four-game losing streak carry over to the New York series, and then won the final three games there. Obviously, the biggest storyline is Degrom back on IL with elbow inflammation. Obviously, hearing forearm tightness, a lot of people kind of freaked out because you know associated sometimes with that is Tommy John, which is obviously every pitcher's worst nightmare. So being on IR or sorry IL, excuse me, is um, you know kind of what you've been expecting as of late for Degrom. Very frustrating because, like, maybe it was you or somebody told me, um, it's like he's the best pitcher, but his body just won't let him be. It's really frustrating to see, and he even said he's frustrated with it. On the plus side, though, Evaldi uh, threw a three-hitter over the Yankees, which is huge for them, and they've been doing well on the offensive side. Their bullpen has really sucked. It sucked a lot in that Cincinnati series, and is their only really disappointing part of their team that is really holding them back right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing if Degrom going down. I think everyone feels for the guy, just always getting injured. Uh, and it's not his fault. It's his body just isn't able to handle throwing that throwing a hundred mile per hour fastball every single time. It feels like uh, I don't know what you could really do to fix that because of his su- success of doing it has been so dominant. But it's like you don't want to tell him to tone it down because you don't want him to hurt himself, kind of babying it, but. Who knows why it's really why he's really getting injured. Another guy who had a good start was Martin Perez. Had two starts, went 12 in a third, only allowing one run that time, seven strikeouts. Uh, and then offensively, O'Doles Garcia hitting 333 had a home run this week. Nathaniel Lowe bouncing back uh, he in 316, two home runs, three uh doubles. Jonah Heim had a home run with four doubles. Ezekiel Duran having a good week. And the low point of their offense right now has really been just Marquis Simeon, but he still had four runs, two doubles, a home run, two RBIs with the stolen base.
0: The Giants are 11 and 16, five and five in their last 10. Had a four game set versus the Cardinals, won the first three there, and then had two games in Mexico City against the Padres. Absolute slugfest, 11 home runs in the first one, lost 16 to 11, and then lost four to six. Uh, obviously, for the Giants, disappointing news. I'm sure you know. Obviously, Crawford and Yastrzemski, Yastrzemski excuse me, both on the injured list. Uh, two pieces there on the offensive side that could definitely help them. Logan Webb, I, I saw that he was what, one in six, or not. I think he had like zero and six, something like that. Um, he's struggled as far as that aspect's concerned. But just the overall for the Giants, they're hitting the ball well. They're third in home runs at forty six, um, and again at slugging percentage. I mean, yeah, you yeah, obviously have more to talk about them there, but just some struggles there for the Giants, and especially in that two-game series in Mexico City.
1: Yeah, uh, it's tough losing Yaz and Crawford like that. Uh, like you mentioned, Logan Webb, he's one in five with a one-four ERA, uh, which I mean, one-four ERA shouldn't really turn out to be a one in five record, but I guess it just is what it is. Uh, hitters are seeing uh, the difference. On slider changeup combo. They're seeing it really well and just kind of taking that slider changeup uh, and just waiting for that sinker that he has. He's allowing a lot more home runs than what he normally does or normally would allow. I think his home runs per nine is a 1.6, almost a 1.7, uh, compared to his career where it's normally just a 0.7. So he's giving up the long ball right now. Uh, I believe Discofani or Cobb, I can't remember which one, uh, just got their 1,000th strikeout this past week. So that was a good milestone. Another milestone is uh Brendan Crawford hit the furthest home run. Uh I wanna say outside of the United States. Uh and his jersey will be, be being brought to the Hall of Fame uh to commemorate it. Uh it was like four hundred and eighty feet, I think, four hundred and seventy feet. But offensively it's just been a kind of a struggle. Nice game, Mitch Haniger back. He's hitting really well in three seventy four, four hundred. Hitting four hundred two home runs, went double the past week. Tyler Stroud is still hitting for a really good average. And Lamont Wade has kind of come around, same with Michael Conforto recently.
0: The Blue Jays are 18-10, and 7-3 in their last 10 contests. Had a three-game series versus Chicago, and then also had a three-game series versus Seattle. They were on a five-game winning streak, excuse me, six-game winning streak. Lost the final game in extra innings against Seattle yesterday. For the Blue Jays right now, um, pitching-wise, Gossman just set a career high with 11 strikeouts in a game against his Mariners, and they lost an iPad. Chris Bassett was a little angry at what he saw on his iPad and threw it across, or started banging on the dugout, I should say. Um, He let up a first inning Grand Slam that was very rough for him. But where the Blue Jays are at right now, Barrios had a good, strong start recently. Um, I don't know if it was his last start or start before. They're obviously going to match the ball a lot, and they're honestly pitching really effectively for the most part. They're sitting on an eight, and 10 record right now, so I don't think a lot of Blue Jays fans are complaining.
1: Yeah, another guy who had a good start, you mentioned Barrios and Gosman. They did not have really good starts the last outings. is uh, Kikuchi. He had five and two-thirds, having eight strikeouts, only allowing four hits and one walk in that time. You mentioned Bassett slamming an iPad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> About giving up that grand slam, but that was the only, those were the only four runs he did allow the whole game. So he was able to lock it back in after that. Um, Manoa had a better start than what he has had, re- at least a recent or the last few starts, really the whole year. He hasn't been the best. We went five innings, seven strikeouts, uh, only allowing two earned, I believe it was off of the one home run that he allowed. But he also has had one hit by pitch and four walks. I think that's really been. Hurting him is the amount of guys he's allowed on base. Uh, Chapman keeps on doing Chapman things. He's hitting 500 right now, uh, four doubles. I believe he has almost 15 doubles on the year already. Uh, Springer being a good leadoff man, getting on base at 400. Bo had two home runs this past week. Danny Jansen had two home runs. Alejandro Kirk had one. And Vladdy was hitting 203 doubles this week.
0: The Arizona Diamondbacks are 16-13, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Most recently had a series with Colorado, but before that series had a three-game set versus Kansas City where they were able to take two out of three and took two out of three at Colorado. Uh, Matt Bumgard- Bumgardner, excuse me, was uh, officially released after clearing waivers there. The Diamondbacks recalled Emmanuel Rivera from AAA to kind of help um, them on that side. For, you know, the Diamondbacks, as far as Gallon's concerned, I just saw, was it recently or uh, previously, he had a scoreless streak of 28 innings. So he's been pitching very good, unlike Baumgartner. Uh, They did get Connor Pinkington. Don't know much about him there from the Guardians. So some successes there. They did lose a tough one, but they've been playing really great this week. And they got a big matchup coming up against the Texas Rangers. And uh, it's a big month for Diamondbacks fans, and it is officially May.
1: Yeah, uh, Gallon has been excellent to start the year. Last start, six and third, twelve strikeouts. Merrill Kelly also had a really good start, uh, six innings, one on in run, five strikeouts. But the guy who's really been eating innings, but also kind of giving up a lot of runs, a lot of hits, is Ryan Nelson. Oh, uh, and two in the last two starts, nine and nine innings, allowed twenty hits, ten on runs, uh, only one of them being a home run. Uh, did have five strikeouts, but. Hitters are hitting 465 off him at the moment. Uh, Corbin Carroll, in the four games uh, this past week, had, had one triple, one double, four runs, uh, two stolen bases, three walks, three strikeouts, hitting 500. Uh, Christian Walker had a home run, and Geraldo Paramo uh, had a home run, a double, four RBIs, and three runs. Uh, I believe he is leading the team or pretty close to leading the team in RBIs. Paramo. Perdomo, sorry, uh, and Alec Thomas and Gabriel Ryuk, two of their younger players, have started to step it up as of recent as well.
0: The Reds are 12 and 16, 5 and 5 in their last 10. Had a five game winning streak when they started the series against the Rangers, swept them, won the first two at Oakland, and lost the final one. Big week for Nick Sanzel, had a walk off homer this week. That was obviously big, big for Reds fans that were struggling to hit a home run. I believe he ended their home run drought, so had some successes there. Reds, you know, a big week winning those games uh, versus the Rangers. The Rangers are a good team, so obviously momentum there. And um, then beating Oakland uh, two out of three times, had a chance to beat them the final time. Got a matchup with the Padres starting today, the and then they get a take of Chicago. So, should be a uh, fun, exciting a week for the Cincinnati Reds, but they're 12 and 16. Uh, you wouldn't know that after this week they played because they played really good, but uh, they got to keep it up.
1: Yeah, on the week, Graham Ashcraft had a really good outing. He's been good all year. Hunter Green finally uh, pitched a scoreless game, going five innings, uh, having ten strikeouts. Lodolo got hit around a little bit long, two home runs, did have seven strikeouts and five innings. Alexis Diaz did lose them the game, technically. Uh, he didn't get the loss on the record, but Dil- Derek Law did. Uh, but he did allow the game-winning hit against the Oakland A's, which walked it off. Uh, like you mentioned, Sunzel. Had a walk off home run on the week, has two home runs, eight RBIs, three walks to one uh, strikeout, and a walk on the week. Henry Ramos uh, was recalled up. He's been solid hitting 421. Tower Stevenson doing his thing. I believe he was a sleeper or I put him in my top 10. Uh, He's been really good on the year as well.
0: The Padres are 15 and 14, 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. Obviously, mentioned the series in Mexico City where they won. Two of the two games they face. Also had a series at Chicago. They only won one game there. It was the middle match there, 5-3. to Been playing good. They're 15-14. and 14. They're playing good as of late. Blake's now a struggle for them. He's got an opportunity to change that with the start here tonight. Uh, I believe he's got a 5.48. It's been a disappointment there. Musgrove has also been struggling a little bit. Um, But offensively, they've been good. the first week they had Fernando Tatis back, so I feel like they almost have a cohesive group once again, and that's maybe a reason why they're starting to have some successes. But San Diego, definitely two big wins against the Giants were obviously huge. Looking forward to carrying that series uh, into the Cincinnati series.
1: Yeah, uh, with the games in Mexico, uh, the areas have been played, especially for you, Darvish. Buying four earned runs, three home runs, but did have nine strikeouts through six innings. Lugo got hit around, allowing four with two, four earned runs with two home runs, five innings, three strikeouts. Uh, Snow actually had a decent start, going five innings, only allowing two, one home run, five strikeouts, but did have five walks uh, in that start. Musgrove getting hit around, seven earned runs, three home runs in his last start, only going three and two thirds. Hader's been shut down. Uh, I believe he has ten K or sorry, ten saves, which. It, ties or leads the MLB and saves. Tatis has had his best week since coming back from using steroids, hitting 348, 375 on base, did have a home run, five RBIs, two doubles. Um, Manny Machado, uh, known for coming or starting the season cold, starting the season cold, he's starting to heat up with three home runs, two doubles, four RBIs, uh, this past week, Xander Bogarts has cooled down also. Soto hasn't really done a whole lot. I mean, five walks, seven strikeouts, did have a home run, uh, two RBIs, and three runs.
0: The Rockies are 9 20, four and six in their last 10. I mentioned one, two out of three at Cleveland. Then they lost two out of three at home versus the Diamondbacks. For the Rockies, it's been disappointing. CJ Crohn's had a good year, Brent Suter's had a good year. Yermon Marquez was on the IL, returned first start, and then after that first start or during that first start, got uh, removed and then put on the IL once again with elbow inflammation. And that's been one of the – I shouldn't say he's been a bright spot for them, but he's been one of their only hopeful guys to have a bright season. And uh, so he's been struggling with some injuries, which hasn't helped. But very dismal. They have not looked good whatsoever. I thought they'd maybe be a little bit better, and they just have not. been. They've just been terrible.
1: Yeah, the Rockies haven't been good. Uh, Brian Felter and Austin Gomber both had solid starts, both going six innings. Uh, Gomber did a lot, one while well, Fel- Feltner didn't. Uh, but Brent Souter has been absolutely amazing so far this year. He's been shut out. Uh, no one's really been able to hit him, which is kind of interesting because when you're playing in Colorado, you're known to be able to get hit around just a little bit, just because not even like if it's hit hard, he's still a home run at times. But it has a 1.04 ERA in 11 games that he's appeared, 14 strikeouts, a .92 whip. But offensively, Blackman is coming back around, did have a run, two doubles, three runs, four RBIs. Chris Bryant's going to do his thing, going to hit around 300 in 294, uh, two RBIs, no home runs, which is kind of disappointing. Crone had a home run this week, but they only had the two home runs on the week right as of right now.
0: The Astros are 15 and 13, seven and three in their last 10. Had a three-game set at Tampa Bay, where they won the final two out of three games. They're actually shut out uh, the Rays. Then they had a three-game series versus the Phillies, won the final game four to three for the Houston Astros. Injuries continue to be a problem for them. Uh, yesterday's starter Jose Urquidy placed on IR or IL. With a shoulder injury, 15-day disabled list, oh, Jose Abreu has struggled for the Astros. He was expected to be a little bit better than he's been playing for the Astros. But they're still sitting the second in the AL West. They're playing the Giants uh, in the series here, uh, a team that has been struggling a little bit, so a chance for an opportunity to make some successes. But the Astros, uh, once they get healthy and uh, you know whatnot, are going to be back in their old ways. And, and they're playing fine without some of these guys, but it definitely doesn't hurt or help.
1: Yeah, on the week, overall, their pitching has been really solid. Hunter Brown went seven innings, eight strikeouts in his last outing. Framber went seven innings, only allowing three runs with one home run, three strikeouts. Uh, Luis Garcia had a great start, sixth inning, seven strikeouts. Christian Javier probably had one of the worst starts, you could say, out of everyone, one, uh, going five and two-thirds, allowing three, one home run, which really isn't the worst, but that was probably the worst one. Uh, Jeremy Pena has bounced back from an extremely slow start that he had, maybe that uh, World Series hangover, uh, hitting, three, hitting 350, 381 on base. Did have two home runs, three RBIs, a double, five runs. Kyle Tucker hitting 250 two, and two more RBIs. But outside of that, they only had the three home runs, the two by Pena, one by Jake Myers. The Brewers are 18-10, and 5-5 five five in their last 10
0: games. For the Brewers, they had a three-game series versus Detroit, where they lost two out of three. Then they faced the Angels, where they won the first three games and lost the final game. Burns looked good in the start for the Brewers. Tellez looked good in that series. They did make some moves. Um, they obviously traded Javier Graer, like I mentioned, but they gained a pitcher from the Twins and Trevor Miguel for a cash and player to be named later. So, the Brewers right now sitting at 18 and 10. You'd expect the Brewers to be first in the division with that, but you know, we got the Pirates all of a sudden, uh, who's right now sitting in first place. But they seem to be in a good position right now, and I think uh, they're going to continue to have some successes. And I do believe they'll overtake the Pirates at some point.
1: Yeah, Burns had a really good start. He needed it. Uh, He's going to need a couple more to kind of build back that confidence, it feels like. Uh, Wade Miley had a really good start. Frey Peralta. Did his thing, gonna have a very long three ERA, uh, going six innings. Did have eight strikeouts in that time. Colin Ray three had nine strikeouts and five innings with three six ERA. Uh, Devin Williams again has also been shut out, not long any runs. Two for two on save opportunities he's had this week, and then offensively, Rui Teles Hank, three thirty three, had a home run with three RBIs. Joey Weimer, one of the top out the prospects they called up. Uh, in 313, had a home run, two RBIs, and two doubles on the week. Willie Domus had a home run, same with Victor Caratini. And I know on the minor league side, I guess also on the major league side, uh, Sal Freelick, one of their top outfield prospects, uh, did get UCL uh, repairs done and also like a broken thumb or something, which he would have been called up if that didn't happen. Because the other center fielder that they have, Garrett Mitchell, just went down with a broken thumb on the same day as Alfredo, which is very unfortunate for the Brewers.
0: Well, that's going to do it for another episode of The Truth, another weekly breakdown of Major League Baseball. Hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. As always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Heston, joined once again by AJ Panciano. Take care and have a good rest of your night.